everybody, welcome to the Lean and Unleashed podcast, episode four, where today we'll be diving into more of the ins and outs of what it takes to become lean, fit, and energized for life. My name is Tyson Hansen, and we're going to be talking about a question that's actually been coming up a lot lately, um, mainly with people who have been plugging away in the office, people that are, uh, you know, working in their profession throughout the week passionately, but they just don't get a lot of movement in throughout the day. And it's hard because they're stuck in their cubicle or, you know, their, their limited small space that they're in, but they're doing their best to you know, make a difference where they're at. And unfortunately, it's just, it's, it's more difficult nowadays with how, Society has transitioned into the work world where everybody's stuck at their computers and their desks. Whereas before, in the past, our ancestors thrived and foraged and ran many miles per day to simply catch a meal before they could cook it. So what's the question? Well, today's episode is inspired by the question of, all right, Tyson, all right, people in the fitness world, here is the situation. I've got a sedentary job where I barely get like maybe a thousand steps in per day between walking to the lunchroom and the coffee maker on breaks or, you know, going to the bathroom and I'm having a hard time sticking to my energy allowance, you know, AKA calories, calorie numbers. And it's difficult. I find that I can't really eat very much throughout the day. I'm not moving very much. How can I turn this around? What's the best thing I can do to make this easier to keep my lean body or to just, you know, create the lean body that I desire? Well, this is a great question. This is actually one that I asked myself personally when I used to work at a call center. In fact, before I met my wife, uh, we both worked at this call center before we started dating. And it was very difficult to get in our movement. It was very difficult to find the time to actually, you know, make the right meals that would support our goals while we were just sitting at the computer all day taking calls. And you know, helping people with their, uh, their, their healthcare customer service needs. So, you know, I'm not somebody who's been able to move freely throughout the day all my life. I've actually been in the situation before. And here's what I want to share. You know, step one, if we were to take your average day and let's say that you are going to work, you know, you're, you're nine to five, you're, you know, eight to four, that's your eight hour work day, or maybe your nine to six with an hour lunch, or eight to five with an hour lunch. Okay, the first thing you gotta do is see what you know actual free time that is available between when you have to punch in the clock. Let me ask you this question. Can you get up out of bed and start the day just 15 minutes earlier than you usually do? Because if you can just set the alarm for 15 minutes earlier 
than when you usually wake up? Then would you have 15 minutes to be able to maybe, you know, take a extra walk around the block for the first 15 minutes of the day? Now, let's say that you wake up out of bed at seven o'clock to get to work by maybe 8.30, 8.45. I'm not sure what your commute is like. But if you can just get out of bed and you have your shoes next to, you know, where you get dressed and you're able to get out there ASAP after you brush your teeth or throw some water on your face to wake up, can you just get out there for 10, 15 minutes and just get moving? Maybe if you can get an extra thousand steps in, that's a great start. Because it's all about momentum. The hardest thing is, is to get the ball rolling even faster or even just get it moving from where it's staying still right now. And that ball that you're trying to push, that boulder, is your body, the health and fitness of your physical form and waking consciousness. So that's step one. Can you get some more movement in? Here's some simple tricks to do this if this is just too much to ask. I've done a lot of research on this and I've actually used some of these tips when I was having trouble with this when I was working at the call center. I would park my car literally as far away from the front door as I could. I'd park across the street from the actual call center parking lot. You know, I'd make sure I could get that extra hundred yards of foot distance covered you know, just by simply getting out of my car and having to walk to the front. Another thing I would do, our call center, you know, was like this big kind of uh, like boxy building, but it had a basement where you could actually go from one end of the room, go down the stairs, go down this little path through the basement with the training rooms, and then go back up the stairs on the other side of the building. And it basically created like a circle where I could loop and make laps. I did this on every break that I could, where I could get an extra 500 to maybe even 1,000 steps each break, and that only took about 10 to 15 minutes. If I did it really fast, I could probably get it done um, definitely in 10 minutes. So if you got two breaks, you know that's an extra 2,000 steps you can take per day. And if you're parking your car way far away from the front door as well, when you get, when you clock out, let's say 5 o'clock, 5.30 p.m., 6 o'clock at night, after your shift's over, you're getting those extra steps that you got in the morning just by parking your car further away. All right, so that really covers movement. On top of that, I would encourage you to find a, a, do whatever you can and make the time to actually work out. If it's just for an extra 15 minutes, let's say you get home from a tough day, 15 minutes, do something fun in the living room. Do something fun outside in your front or backyard. Do something that just gets your body moving and stimulated and it helps you break away from the day. You know, I personally work out because I love the mental aspect of it. Now, the mental aspect is literally what keeps me going with my training because I know that no matter what my body looks like, no matter what my goals are on the externals of, you know, muscle building and and body fat percentage and everything, I'm, I'm experiencing amazing changes in my mind and my emotions because I've got all these endorphins boosting and, and flourishing through my body from the training that I'm stimulating my body through. Okay, and I don't wanna encourage you to give yourself that gift. If you can do that when you get home from work, just before dinner, just make it a habit, 15 minutes. 
do something fun. Do some jumping jacks. Do some jump rope. Do something stimulating. Maybe do a little, you know, hit cardio session. And Google that if you don't know what it is. We'll talk more about that in another episode. But that's going to cover your movement. Okay, I don't want to go too far into this. But let's review. You know, wake up 15 minutes earlier and do some walking. You go for a walk on the block. Maybe even do a little jog. You get your heart rate ele- elevated and get some steps in before you go to your cubicle job or go to your sedentary job, whatever it is. Okay? And another bonus tip for movement is carve out just 15 to 20 minutes before dinner time or after dinner time if you like to work out on um, you know, a filled up stomach. Somewhere around there before it starts to get really late and it's dark outside and your mind just starts to shut off. Do something stimulating, do something, you know, fun for your body uh, and some kind of movement around that time. And uh, another bonus tip that I had for you was on your breaks, see if you can actually get the walking in as opposed to just sitting. Because if you're just sitting all day at your job, it'd be much better to spend your breaks actually moving and breaking away from the sitting trap you'd actually help you stimulate your mind. You'll probably actually have much better thoughts and well-made decisions throughout the workday by doing that. So those are the three tips I have for you on movement. Let's go to the next mechanic of fitness that will really help you move the needle with this. So with your sedentary job, let's talk about the actual energy intake that you're allowed to get away with. Now, if you haven't noticed already, it's, it's pretty simple to know that the guy that's doing hard labor, you know, maybe construction or some kind of factory worker who's, who's moving, you know, heavy materials and objects and actually elevating his heart rate through his uh, demands of, you know, his physical labor job throughout the day, he's going to be able to get away with a little bit more treats and snacks and calories um, than the average person who's just plugging away on the keyboard at the computer not really doing anything with the body. So keep that in mind. But here's the great thing about your situation. If you're at a sedentary job, you're not really moving your body too much. So your appetite isn't going to be as, as stimulated as the guy that's sweating all day at the labor job. All right. So now how do you go about this? You've got to eat a little bit less food, which is okay. For the math, I would just take your body weight and multiply it by uh, 14. Maybe you gotta go a little bit less, maybe multiply your body weight by 13, but this is gonna give you the pretty much the average daily amount of calories that your body's gonna be able to get away with. And I'm not encouraging you to be a calorie counter, I'm just giving you basically a daily guideline that you'll wanna follow in, in some way. And I actually encourage all of my clients to track with their palms not with their apps, their smartphones, and food scales because I'm not trying to turn my clients into bodybuilders. I'm trying to help them sustain an amazing life with fitness and enhance everything else that they're doing by creating a beautiful lean body you know, in the most enjoyable way possible. And by counting palms, you're actually able to you know, see where the calories add up because you're tracking the numbers of palms of the different proportions the food groups you're eating, such as the, the different macronutrients like your proteins, your fats, and your carbs 
and you're using your palms and your thumbs to stack up all of those uh, you know, amounts of calories that you can match up with those portions of your hand. So using the hand as like a calorie template is something that I've found that really works. It's helped me maintain my body for the past two and a half years. And I really encourage you all to do that. We'll talk more about that in another episode as well. But here's the deal. The best and simple way I would do you know, my meal plan, if I were you at a sedentary job, is find the foods that make up the most enjoyable and the most fulfilling experiences possible. What do I mean by that? Well, if you're somebody who's going to the vending machine and you're getting the Lay's potatoes chips or you're getting the, you know, Fritos or the, <laughs> the, the bag of peanuts and trail mix outside of the vending machine, well, Unfortunately, these foods have fooled you. You know, the food manufacturers have actually found a way to engineer the foods where they make you more hungry and they satisfy you less. But they trick you into thinking that you need more of them because you just had the bag and it was a great experience. However, you're still hungry and your body's craving more. Well, when you're eating three or four of these bags of, you know, engineered snacks, you're taking in about 500, 600, you know, 700, 800 calories in one setting. And that's equivalent to probably, you know, a good size lunch, you know, maybe a, uh, a bigger um, meal before bed or something, or like a medium sized breakfast. This is not the way to go if you're at a sedentary job. What you want to do instead is you want to substitute all of your snacks for fruit. And this is what I would highly encourage you to do if you're having a really hard time staying full and satisfied on foods. Let's say you're eating that Lay's potato chips. Let's swap those out for, you know, some actual potato wedges that you would make at home. All you've got to do, it's really simple. But if you can prepare these foods in advance and bring these to work, then you're setting yourself up for a big success because you know that these foods will support your goals. These foods are going to be more satisfying. If you took just two potatoes, you cut them, slice them into potato wedges, and you fry them up at maybe like 100 calories, you know, which would be like a tablespoon of coconut oil or butter, and you put them in a pan, you sizzle them up, and you fry those wedges in the oven or maybe fry them in the pan, bring them to work the next day, they're going to be so much more fulfilling and much lower in calories than the empty caloric bag of snacks that you're eating. Like the Lay's potato chips, it's costing you 350, 400 calories, and it's making you want to eat much, much more after you have that snack. This is the way to get around it. You You want to do food substitution for the best foods that will allow you to feel great, and you you won't want to eat anymore until your next meal, once you're having these meals, okay? Um, What else? Another big thing, if you're drinking any caloric beverages, this is going to be an obstacle with your sedentary job. A simple cup of orange juice has about like 250, almost 300 calories. And the amount of fructose, which is the, the actual sugars that your body has to process, after you drink that juice, 
is going to cause your blood sugar to skyrocket. And unfortunately, it's going to make you even more hungry because of that um, sugar chemical reaction inside of the body when you drink those kind of beverages. So any kind of fruit juices, any kind of soda especially, that's the best thing you could do is probably cut that out fully. Figure out a way where you can just get the water down, drink water only, and if you need that fruit, have an orange instead, you know, or even have an apple. I really love to have one apple before a great meal. If I'm feeling really hungry and I can't get to that meal until maybe like one to two hours after I can have my apple, um, it's a great way to like bridge yourself to the next meal, especially when you're at a sedentary position at your job. So this is what I would do. Your lunchbox may look like, you know, a bag of potato wedges, one or two potatoes that you've cooked the day before. It only takes about a half an hour, maybe an hour tops while you're cooking your dinner. And then maybe you have an apple and like a cup of berries of some sort so that you can keep bridging yourself to the next meals. So this is what I would encourage you to do. Cut out all beverages and change your physical snacks to fruit. So you're using the fruit as bridge snacks to your main meals. All right, I hope this was helpful. We covered a lot here, but this was mainly the movement and the meals dilemma with people that have sedentary jobs. Let's recap what we learned. If you can figure out a way to get more movement throughout your day and to eat less, but trick your body into experiencing more fulfilling foods using the substitution method, and as well as the portion method with your palms and thumbs, then this is gonna be the way where you can actually stick to your energy needs much more efficiently as you're going through your sedentary job throughout the day. Give us a try for just three days. Let me know, or you know, talk, speak about it with your friends, about your experience, so that you can actually see you know, if there's actually a change going on. Um, internally, is it, if, if you're not, if you're not enjoying the process of this stuff, you know, it's not, you're going to be looking for the next, the next thing that's going to be, you know, selling you on something for your fitness. And I want to be able to truly serve you with this information. So I hope this helped and we will talk about the next in and out when it comes to becoming lean, fit and energized for life. But for all you people with sedentary jobs, give that a go. Maybe give this episode another listen or two and put these ideas into real practice. So maybe tomorrow, wake up, have your shoes next to your you know, morning dress clothes and just go for a little jog or walk for just 10 to 15 minutes. Get the extra movement in. Once you get that momentum going, you'll be building that confidence that you can do this. And I believe in you. And you must believe that this will work. So that's it for now. Have a great day and we'll talk to you in the next episode. Until then, stay well, lean, fit, and energized.